The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The doctors, wrong. The lawyers, wrong. The fortune tellers, <laughs> wrong. The psychics, wrong. You My parents, wrong. The haters, wrong. Because you guess said what? You couldn't do it, losers. Yeah. Well, now look at us. Look at us. It's episode 100 of Must Check Out Mad Boosies. And guess what? Today, we are talking about All-Star Weekend because it kicks off on Friday. And we've got a few new faces in a few new places. And we're going to be breaking down the state of the Bucks with Anscape. And S E S I said almost said S Bins. And ESPNs. It's <laughs> on the zone I am. We're moving like, backwards. Here we go. They said it couldn't be done because the host did not know what ESPN was. And <laughs> ESPN's Martezzi Johnson on today's episode. I'm Miles Gray. And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is a Miles, Miles and Jack, Jack on Mad Boosties episode 100. <laughs> LeBron's got it with five. He's going to try another three. Mr. LeBron James. Giannis with the take. Uh-oh, look out. No showtime. What you got, Giannis? Oh, man. What a time. What a time. We're basking in the light of a century of episodes. We couldn't have done it without you. Oh, my Paul, God. Um, thank you so much for listening and, and 
bearing witness to the greatness that is Miles and Jack Matt Boosties. We really appreciate the love and support because we wouldn't have gotten here without you. Yeah. That and without our you in- saying like that we couldn't do it because that is exactly. what motivated us. Yeah, um, exactly. That's why yeah. we do push-ups. We do two push push-ups in front of a quote oh, that we printed man. up from an Apple review, and we're like one, two, yes. I'm thoroughly <laughs> motivated. <laughs> but yes, welcome, welcome, Martenzi Johnson to What's our up, special man? 100th episode. Thank you so much for joining us, man. No, it's my pleasure. That was a, a flawless opening. Uh, Thank I, you. I loved every everything about that. I was not flawless. I was, I was not prepared for that, but that, that flawless. Uh, uh, no, yes. what is it like working with Espen? Uh, it, I never heard great, it. They man. sound fun. Yeah. It, it, it sounds like a pharmaceutical company. Uh, it's great. Anyway, yeah. you know, we uh, we 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 price gouge and uh, we take yeah. advantage of the less vulnerable in this country. So yeah, it sounds like it's like the new kind of EpiPen. You like? Oh, you got that S pen? Yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm allergic to cashews. So please, please mm. make sure you have it on hand. Um. Yeah. I mean, look. I, I heard Spike Lee once told you that you you are the future. In fact, is this yeah, true? Yeah. You know. Actually, I, I don't like to boast a lot. I don't, I don't want to be mm-hmm. known as kind of a narcissist, but that one, um, I'm holding on to that for the rest yeah. of my life. Um, yeah. It has not come out yet. I think it, it comes out probably next fall, but uh, I was interviewed for the Colin Kaepernick documentary for ESPN that Spike Lee uh, directed. And so I got to go to Brooklyn and go to a studio and record with him and I tell people this all the time. I, I want, I want to, I want to think that Spike knew, read all my work and was just so impressed that he said, "You right. are the future." I think he just meant you, as in young people, are the future of this. But nah, uh, he I'm meant you. Nah, he you. Meant me, yeah. in particular. But also, I gotta say, like an impressive turnaround between, like, I don't like to brag, and then uh-huh. bragging is yeah. like on. It's up there with rapper's delight. I don't mean to brag. I don't mean to boast, but we're yeah. like hot butter on breakfast toast. Like just exactly, you know, from one sentence to the next. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I felt like an pretty asshole good. saying it, but I was like, you know, whatever. Let's just roll with it's it. It's just a disclaimer, you know. Yeah. I believe Martenzi is the future. Yeah, that's what he Treat said. Treat him yeah. right, and he will lead the way. Thank uh, you. Please lead the way, Yeah, I'm, I actually need to start taking that more literally because actually I was once in a group of like young people with like a state like senator and they're like, and you guys are the future. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to put that on my bio. Oh, my God. I'm like, did you did y'all hear that? I don't know about you. I'm obsessed with me. I'm the future. I'm like, I barely have any stuff out right now, but you could tell. Wow. That's crazy, something about man. you. Thank you so. Oh, you know who actually said that? It was uh, th- it was actually a House of Representatives. It was Elijah Cummings who told yeah. like this was I like I could tell. No, this is like which is wild. Civil rights icon Elijah Cummings. Yeah. I remember yeah. this was like when I was working in politics, and it was like me and a group of young political yeah. activists, con- like consultant type people. And he's like, "And you guys are the future." And I remember I should have like I need to put that on my bio, Elijah Cummings. <laughs> you are the future. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, rest in peace, Elijah Cummings. Anyway, welcome to the show. I guess we should just start talking at the state of the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, four and yeah. six over the last 10. I'm like, is is everything okay? Was, I, I was asking Jabari before the show, I'm like, is this panic time or is this a Doc Rivers bias? Yeah. Uh, let me let me just start by saying Jabari did not tell me we'd be talking about books, and if he had told me that, <laughs> I would have not come on here because uh, that's a spot for me. Uh, he he mentioned none of this, but uh, yeah, it's not good. Uh, is the best way to put it. Um, like you said, they're two and five, I think, 
since yeah. I got there. Um, they weren't playing exactly great before, but at least the record was better. Um, so before it was the process was bad, but the results were great, and now the results are bad. And according to people in Milwaukee, the process is great. I missed some of the games, but like if you're losing, I don't think the process is all that great. But um, for the game I saw last, I don't remember. I think that was the Hornets, which yeah, Woo! whatever. But um, oh, you mean when, be- when we saw the nasty? <laughs> the sham guy, the sham guy, uh, yeah. the Smitty. Put some, put some respect on Thanasis's name. Yes. Uh, I know there's people like to pick on him, but uh, yeah, he shows you can't actually ball. He's a real NBA player. Yeah, um, he's just the 15th man. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, like just, just I. So I'm a Sixers fan. Um, yeah. I remember when we exported James Harden to the Clippers. They mm-hmm. had a rough start. And then the 76ers-ness kind of washed off of him through repetition. And now they're one of the best teams in the league. So I will just say, sometimes it takes a 76ers export a a couple reps to just like get the negative energy off of them. Uh And so uh, I would give yourself a little bit of time, maybe a couple more games, and then you're going to go on like a a wild winning streak. Uh, That's... Is this a metaphor about Pat Bev or Doc Rivers? The Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I remember the last. Time I was like, see, when James Harden went there, I was like, see, it's he's not that. And then, uh, of he's course, not they become the, one of the best he's teams. Good. He's good. Ah, he's dang it, it all up. he's really good. Yeah, and I knew he was good. I knew he was good last season. <laughs> Y'all are just no, haters. Counter. Uh, I mean, we've seen James Harden be great uh, in a regular season, and then it's the same old story in the playoffs. So, like. You know, wait until June before you completely buy into your yeah. theory that he washed all the, the uh, 76ers off of him. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not great for the Bucks that you have to not only fire your coach midseason, but then hire a completely new one. I didn't even go the interim route. They was like, no, we're going to completely clean break. Re- yeah, clean break, replace everything um, with Doc Rivers, which... I mean, obviously, he's had success. If you win a championship in the NBA, yeah. only but so many people can say that. But at the same time, I don't know how to put this other than I don't like his vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I believe Doc Rivers is the future. <laughs> I don't. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But um, I mean, even how he got here, if you believe the athletics reporting, but if he can, if we can give it some time, seven games is not enough, I don't think. Right. Um, I mean, Adrian Griffin got 30 some odd games. So, you know, give it some time. But um, I didn't like what I saw in the beginning of the season, even when they went on that win streak with a lot of those, like one of those, one of those games, I believe, was the one that Dame hit the game winner. Um, so there's a lot to, to want more from this team. Obviously, the partnership of him and Dame, the health of Chris Middleton, is Brooke Lopez still a, Defensive stalwart uh, mm-hmm. is still a question. Um, but if they have stability now, if the players believe in their coach, which it was clear even before day one, it felt like that they did not believe in Adrian Griffin, um, then I can, there can be some optimism. Uh, but until then, um, it, it looks rough. Yeah. I do love just talking about each, uh, each party believing in the other. Right. I did love... This felt very familiar to me as a Sixers fan when Doc was like, 
And I wouldn't wish this assignment on my worst enemy, <laughs> having to coach this team. You see what I, I mean? mean he wasn't. Eyes? He didn't say it about. He didn't say it about the team in particular. He was like having to pick up a new. But it just felt like I don't know. Maybe I would be like, God, I'm getting to coach the best player in the world, like yeah. on this, and then like one of the most clutch players and greatest scorers of the past twenty years. Um, I'm. I wouldn't wish I'm, that on my enemy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm waking up from a dream. Like this is amazing. Uh and yeah, so I I can see how that might like rub people the wrong way, but then sometimes maybe you need that initial like who does this man think he is to like yeah. get get all the energy right so that they don't feel like they've got a coach that they can just like push around and cancel out. Yeah, they like you said they they sort of needed someone in charge before Adrian Griffin got fired. Giannis is there is on the bench drawing up plays. We heard the reporting that he would just ignore whatever Adrian was telling him to do. He's arguing with the coach of when he goes in and out of the game. Uh, Bobby Portis, I believe, snapped on him at least more than once, uh, including at the in-season tournament. So it's like if you don't have the respect of your players, right. despite they won in spite of that. So kudos to them. But if yeah. you don't have the respect of your players, like right now it's fine. It's a regular season, but you're going to need that in the postseason. So maybe it was good that the Bucks cut bait already. But like I said, it's just bad vibes all around for this team to have gotten to this point, to have gone through essentially three coaches, and it's only been like eight months. Uh, it's just not good. Were you surprised yeah. how quickly they showed Adrian the door? Or were you like, uh, it's coming based on sort of what you're meeting? Because, I, I, you know, like if the reporting also was true, was that it wasn't so much that they wanted him. They just didn't want Nick Nurse. So... It was like, well, do you want anybody? Or just more like, I can tolerate this coach. And maybe from there, that means the clock starts ticking because just that level of respect or, you know, whatever just isn't there to to have a team, you know, humming along. Yeah, I was I was only shocked by it because I, before Doc Rivers popped up, I, was, I didn't think that they would do the interim route because right. you're essentially throwing a season away by doing that. Like Joe Prunty, like, I mean, he's he's helped the Bucks a little in the past, but like, He's not exactly championship coach. So I just assume they'll just ride it out. And if things don't get better, if there's another first or second round exit, then okay. Then it's, and it's over. You can restart it fresh. But I didn't think that they would do it midseason because you're, you'd be punting on the season. Now, when Doc came, I was like, okay, that makes more sense because he at least has a proven coach here. And I think right. you needed probably a championship or Eastern, Western Conference championship caliber coach to do that. And so they got that. But no, I, I, I thought. They would just ride it out just for a simple fact. It's like he's new. You all knew that, right? You knew that when when uh, when you hired him, when Giannis resigned, when you got Dame, you knew that you were dealing with a freshman coach. So like, why why give up so easily if you knew that this was going to be a process? So that was the, the surprising part. But again, right. once I saw Doc Rivers' name pop up as a possibility, I was like, oh yeah, they're going with Doc because you you wouldn't fire someone if you didn't have a plan. At least I, I don't think you right. Yeah. Right, especially with all these players that you've already, you know, have in place, and yeah, you can't really waste time. Uh, yeah. And what about? I and mean, it's actually impossible not to hire once you have the idea that we might hire Doc Rivers. It's actually impossible <laughs> not to hire him. That's actually been proven. Yeah, it's by like science. a Harry Potter thing. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. It's um, a law of physics, I think. Now, <laughs> uh, what about Dame? Are you how are you feeling about Dame? I mean, you know, he, he he has his moments. He also does really well in like in the postseason and things like that. Yeah. But are you, you know, what, what's your assessment so far? Does it feel like that was the right move and we just need to let it work out? Or are you kind of be like, mm -hmm, we'll see. 
Yeah, so I, I'm impartial to, to Drew Holiday because just watching him play defense for the last three years, like I don't think there's just anyone better as far as a point guard to do it. So you don't want to give that up. Right. At the same time, it's, it's Dame Lillard. Like you kind of right. have to do it. And not to mention with Chris Middleton, this injury aside recently, like he's almost literally on his last legs. And as we've seen this year, he's not capable of being the consistent number two scorer that he should right. be. And so that would have thrown Drew Holiday into that position. And regular season aside, like Drew ain't that good at doing that in the playoffs. And so you couldn't run it back like you did last year and really the year before with Drew as your number two option. So they had to get someone. If it's Dame, by all means. Now, does he leave some stuff to the imagination on the defensive side? Absolutely. And yeah. that's part of the problems that they're having here is he, he does not try. I've seen him try in, in spurts, but most of the time he's not trying. So that impacts them a lot. And so the defense is not exactly terrible because they're middle of the pack, but it's not what it's been for the last five years on the Budenhoser. So that's not great. But at this point with how he's playing defense, with how Beasley's playing defense, again, I mentioned Brook Lopez, who I thought was defensive player of the year last year, didn't win it, whatever. He's not that this year. Uh, people can score him in, at, at the uh, at the rim with ease compared to what they used to. Um, it's going to take game time all throughout the postseason for the Bucks to even have a chance, I think, because the defense ain't going to be there. So at least score 120, 125 points a game. That's right. all they got. And we've seen spurts of game time. Obviously, the game winner, I think, against the Kings, if I recall correctly. But um, he's going to need to do that day in, day out once they get to April and May, because if not, um, if you thought it was bad last year, losing in the first round to the AC, it'd be worse this year. Right. Uh, and I guess one word to describe Pat Beverly on the Bucks. <laughs> and there was, that was and the there, word. And there was, was, a, and there was, was more of a sound. It was yeah. the utterance. It didn't I mean, have to be a word. It could be an energetic, you know, something that describes a feeling, you know, something abstract. Yeah. And that was fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. I, <laughs> It's, it's two words, but game two. Uh, let me just see what he does at the second game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rather right. than just running off the high of his, his debut the other night, again, against the Hornets. But, um, yeah, but game hey, two. Hey, he was he was drawing up some plays, it looked like. You know, he's in there. <laughs> he's dedicated. So we'd like to see it. Should we uh, should we take a break? Yeah. Come back. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk some All Star Weekend. Yeah. There's a lot. There's some some things happening. I guess this All Star Weekend. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll be right back. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut... 
Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We're back. This is our 100th episode on this. Yep. You know, our 100th episode feels appropriate to reflect on an equally impressive 100, the time Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 in a single game. The uh, 62nd anniversary is coming up, and just as nobody thought it was possible for a weekly basketball podcast to make it to 100 episodes, <laughs> yep, yep. a lot of people didn't think a single NBA player uh, would make it to 100, but I, the, the stuff that we, like, there's a lot we don't know about that game, but I was I was actually reading through the stuff we do know. There, there were 4,000 people in attendance, which is wild, <laughs> uh, which is like half of the arena. It happened in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The game held the record for most points scored by both teams is currently fourth all time in regulation points. And the Knicks started fouling other players to keep Wilt from scoring. <laughs> it was like a reverse hack a shack right. where they would foul anyone else to keep the ball out of Wilt's hands. And yeah, they just like kind of decided they were going to do this at halftime. They were like, this, this is. It was almost like they were they were so bored. Yeah, <laughs> they they're like, like, what do we do? Let's just like do something. This will, this would be fun. What you see as boredom, I see as hateration. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They were like, I'll be damned if Will Chamberlain scores 100 points on me. It didn't work, but uh, yeah, I like right. the spirit because no one wants to be on the other side of a historic moment. This is Will Chamberlain. I have an example, that iconic uh, lob from uh, Dwayne Wade to LeBron James. You know what team they were playing when they did that? 
No. The Milwaukee mm-hmm. Bucks. And so I have to be reminded oh, every single right. year yeah. when people mm-hmm. are like, oh, yeah. this is the greatest photo ever. It happened at Bradley. <laughs> like, what jerseys are those yeah. in the background? Just don't, don't. It's AI, man. Yeah. You were there. You're like, take out his legs. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was saying the Warriors were kind of doing it out. Like, they were like, man, Will's got 40 something, which isn't unheard of. What if, like, he scored 100? That'd be. I mean, that'd be something. And it was like a huge deal. It did like he was on the Ed Sullivan or one of those old guy shows like the next night. It was like a big deal for basketball. Like they started, it helped. I think NBC was thinking about canceling their contract and they were like, well, this is something like there's an actual star. He was only in his third year. Also just a blend of like how impressive it is with how long ago it was. The starting center for the Knicks was out with, quote, influenza that was widely suspected to be a hangover. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I love that kind of cover. He's out with yeah. influenza. Yeah. Sorry. Not tonight. Yeah. Not tonight. <laughs> out with the old mad, mad men flu. Yeah. But anyways, uh, he played in every minute of 79 uh, out of 80 games that season. <sighs> every minute. So I, I don't know. That's why. They don't make them like um, they used to, huh? Hey, am I right? That's just um, wild. Yeah. Looking at you, Kawhi Leonard. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if Wilt did it, man, what's your excuse? This man was 79 games without the help of modern medicine. <laughs> but I just wanted to put it in perspective how impressive yeah, what absolutely. we've done yeah. is. It is like Wilt's 100 point game. Uh, really if there was a podcast. The equivalent in many ways. Historians are saying. We will be honored at halftime at the All Star game. <laughs> I know they're bringing us on the court and uh, a, a 3D holographic Wilt Chamberlain will be giving us an yeah. award to say, fellas, you did something even I couldn't dream of. Congrats on 100. Let's see. Anyway, sorry to spoil what, it, but look out for it. What's everybody most excited about about All Star weekend? I mean, I'm I'm excited about the glass court, the LED glass court. I'm curious to see how that works. It's going to look like a video game. That's what yeah, is wild to me. Truly. I, I feel the same exact way. I'm looking very much to this LED court and not much else. Uh, <laughs> maybe Steph Curry. I, I will be uh, excited about Steph and Sabrina yeah. if Steph takes it seriously. Right. Do not take it lightly on her. Treat her like a competitor. We want equality. Treat yeah. her like you would because she else. can shoot too because <laughs> yeah. that's the thing if he messes around she's going to come to play i was watching yeah. her record-breaking performance in the all-star game for the WNBA, and i was like it's a boy what's out <laughs> but it's funny you're talking about the dunk contest because we're like okay who's in the dunk contest we got jalen brown mm-hmm. we got jacob toppin jaime yeah. hawkes jr and returning champion mac mcclung of the osceola magic and mm. i was like wait this I'm like, he's in the G League. And then, you know, I didn't realize that he was going between like the G League last year when he won. But it's wild. Just like looking at this lineup. I, my first thing was like, look, I went to UCLA. I'm a big Jaime Hawkins fan. And I'm like, Jaime, what are you, what are you doing there? And then his game doesn't explain his, his game does not suggest I want to see this man in the dunk contest. No. However, who, who put who put us on? Was that Jabari? Or was that you, Jack? That was me. That yeah, was I I had heard that there is I'd heard tell of a <laughs> high school dunk contest with him and Drake London, uh, yeah. NBA or NFL player Drake London, and the the dunks that Jaime Hawkins is hitting are I didn't realize yeah. I was like I'm sorry I was I, as much as in the beginning I was like okay we're fine I was like oh sir you almost hit your face on the rim multiple times while jumping over people and I'm like yeah. okay so he might reveal a new dimension to people in the league. So there's something there. And then I was like, with Jacob Toppin, I'm like, you, 
what I, I'm again not familiar with his dunking prowess. I know his <laughs> brother, you know, was in the it was in the He's dunk a contest. legacy admission, yeah. but it's uh yeah. But nobody's actually seen him dunk, but just based on, you know, his his work and his family's legacy, they're gonna they're gonna get let him give it a try. For a second, I thought Obi Toppin was was his real name was Jacob and he was going by OB at the end of Jacob yeah. to be Obi Toppin. And I was like, oh no, no. Okay. Jacoby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Brown and Hawkes are two of the better players to have been in the dunk contest. So I mean, if they can bring something, that would be pretty, pretty exciting. I have a feeling know? this will probably be like a very underrated dunk contest because like I said, I was like, I don't the second I saw Jaime Hawkes, I'm like, that's not that's not Jaime Hawkes's game. And then you like watch him in high school, and I'm like, oh, this yeah. kid just wanted to like he was throwing his body at the rim with reckless abandon. And I'm like, okay, if that yeah. kid shows up, then we're gonna see something interesting because he was. There's one dunk where he jumps over somebody, windmills, loses the ball. I think he's like still growing, and his hand isn't big enough. Loses the ball and still like dunks it with his el- like the inside of his elbow because he's up so high. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Almost like shatters his orbital, like his cheekbone <laughs> on the rim. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think it's going to be, it's got, it's going to be something. I mean, I think, well, you, th- you think Tyrese Halliburton will put on a show for the, for the home fans over there? Yeah. I mean, he's been getting, him. he's been looking spicy. He's been giving his little highlights more and more these last couple of weeks. And I'm like, oh, well, let's see. Let's I see. Mean, Cause yeah, did I he mean, throw it off the glass to himself recently? Yeah. He threw it off the glass, caught it. That Instead of wild. like everyone else dunking the ball, because he's like, <laughs> Premier point guard at this point. He's like, no, I'm going to get an assist out of this thing. Corner three. Three pointer. Yeah. yeah. Wide open corner three. <laughs> I mean, it kind of messes. You kind of break the matrix because you're like, oh, he went off the glass, usually to yourself to finish, but he's like, watch me break the form, dish it out to the corner. <laughs> yeah. We can, and oh. I can be honest. I don't know about you all. Like, it's impressive, but it's the most swaggerless uh, IU or self IU I've ever seen in my life. Like, I don't, you it off the backboard, I don't want you to then pass the ball. The whole point is to <laughs> right, dunk the ball. If Trace McGrady <laughs> passed the ball away, if Kobe passed the ball away, we would not be talking about it. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, like, yeah. finish it. Like, you're like six foot four. I imagine, like, dunk the ball. You got it. Yeah. Although, I kind of like, because that we've been seeing off the backboard as, like, a move, like, this just being a casual move to like get get yeah. your dribble back essentially is like is interesting to me. Like, what if this is just a new dimension in the game that people are opening up? That it's like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna throw it off the backboard to get you know, right? For like, it's it's not that big a deal to throw it off the backboard, right? I feel like players like Chet and Wemby could probably exploit that very well yeah, for yeah. themselves, yeah. and it starts becoming a thing that you start watching like kids in like a under 12 year old league start doing because they're like well it's like a new dimension of feeding somebody inside is you just like throw it off the backboard to them (laughs) just like a wall ball pass yeah who emerges victorious between east and west martenzi i'm gonna go oh they won't have Embiid. uh i'll go west i think with Mm. with no Embiid and honestly I don't know why Dame is starting. Um, so yeah, I, I'll go. I'll go with the West. Yeah. Okay. Two yeah. bucks in the starting lineup. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who would have thought, right? Yeah. I know. <laughs> and me watching it, I'm like, wow, Malik Beasley is playing in the three point contest. I was just uh, watching that young man last year, and it was not the same. <laughs> this is a but very Indianapolis like All Star game where you got a bunch of Bucks players running around here. It's in Indianapolis. Uh, there will be no Joel Embiid. It's lacking some. It's not lacking in star power, but you know what I mean. But uh, it's very, very. It's very Hoosier esque 
uh, all-star game. But uh, yeah, I got the West. Like LeBron and Steph Curry seem to take this seriously. Uh, right. And so, well, LeBron, when he plays the entire game, but um, so yeah, I, I see more so the West, West and the East. Yeah. Yeah. I think too. Oh yeah, when you're also like you're like Steph is on the bench. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like what I see coming off that bench too. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Steph had, by the way, great game winner. Um oh. just unbelievable. That, um, that was against Phoenix, right? Yes. Yeah. Was it someone was it Booker or someone after he's like, We should have known. You know, that's really <laughs> on us. Like there's nothing. I mean, they did though. They overplayed him. The pass was like wild that he caught. Like it was like just kind of tossed out there. He it was like a scram scramble for the ball. They like kind of threw a 50-50 ball up for grabs and then he went and got it and yeah, the, you know. How it happened is Bradley Bill went for the steal, which for any yeah. other player sure, but with Steph Curry, you run the nope. risk of him yeah. doing yeah. exactly what he did. Like yep. just man him up, like let him get the ball and then like at least put a hand in his face, but you blew past him and then this man again, it's the most acrobatic crazy shot you ever seen in your life, but I don't want to leave it up to chance. Like I'd rather guard him than try and make the steal. Right. Which right. Yeah, did. Yeah. And also it got a lot of good memories too. Seth uh playing for the Hornets and in his dad's number thirty jersey. It was a very heartening, heartening time for the Curry family. So good to see it. Especially old heads like me when I was first being like, Wow, Del Curry's kid is playing in the NBA, huh? That's something else. <laughs> I remember Del Curry. And now I feel uh, old because like Kenya Martin's kid is in it like come yeah. on. Yeah, I was like, I remember when your daddy broke his leg. <laughs> All right, we should take a quick break. We'll be right back for the rapid fire round of questioning. Right back. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Juan Gabriel, Juan Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Harold G, La Bichota, Christina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story, from rags to riches, and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aww. 
Aunt Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We're back. And Martenzi, it is time to... (laughs) You've entered the fastest round of questioning in NBA podcasts. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Point blank. Point blank. Um, so we're we're just gonna gonna hit you up. Uh questions don't even think. Don't even, you know, it's just bing bang boom. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm sorry, is there smoke coming off of your screen? Because you're in the hot seat right now. Yeah. And I don't know if you understand you. what uh, kind sure. of danger I forgot like that that. sorry I forgot. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're cooking. All we're right, cooking. Miles, you want to kick us off? All right, this is fast. Here we go. Um yeah, I'm gonna go first. Martenzi, what is your favorite All Star Weekend moment or game? All Star, uh, Jason Richardson winning the dunk contest, I believe, in like 2003, 2004. I don't remember which one. Uh, and wow. That's just because that's the one that comes to mind quickly. Wow, that's what, just be, that's the dunk contest. That comes is, that, is this is the first thing that came? To, you said, you said, yeah. Was, rapid fire. That's the first one. That yep. came to Jason no. Richardson. What was? I can't even like picture one of his dunks. Well, uh, what's three. I'm pretty sure he did a reverse reverse East Bay. Yeah, didn't he catch into a reverse East Bay? I, I want to say I don't know which year it was, but I, I believe he did that. He did a few, okay. and yeah, he went through the legs. He's, I mean, that was yeah. No, no, no. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. All right, what schoolyard game do you want to see added to the NBA All Star Game All Star Weekend? Uh, like Pro Bowl does dodgeball and uh, you know tug of war and stuff but like, like any, that. What do you, yeah, you think? Any non basketball? Yeah, any non basketball game. Oh yeah, no, thank you for this. Uh, because it's a very Milwaukee thing. You might, you guys might not know what it is. You ever heard of cans before? Cans? Cans. Cans. C A N C A N S. No. Huh. So basically, you take a uh, what is it, an eight ounce soda can, smush it, and then you put it on a line, and the other person puts it on a line, and then you try to throw the basketball and hit it, uh, and the winner who hits it the most wins. It's a very Milwaukee thing that we do. Uh, I'm not great at it, but it just shows precision. Um, and your ability to hit a target, but yeah, it's called cans. And I so you have that. like a smushed can on the line, and then you're kind of throwing a basketball, like you're throwing yeah, like bags, like, kind of thing. Yeah, you're like uh, uh, 10, 15 feet apart, and so you're just trying to throw it and hit the can in front of your opponent. You just do that back. Whoa, and forth. I'm 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 watching. There's like I'm seeing full on cans tournaments photos here. Okay. Real thing. Okay. Real thing? I now, love that. Yeah, maybe we just leave it up to each individual all star like city host right. to come up with what their local game is the people and just put a thousand dollars on it and the yeah. players are going to be trying to kill each other to win it <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. okay martenzi greatest bucks player ever and most underrated bucks player a- according to your fandom or just in general that people need to be regarding this person as the most underrated bucks player uh Giannis is the is the greatest um cream obviously is the better player overall but most of that was with the lakers so i'll go with Giannis for that the most underrated uh mo williams 
surprisingly yeah. underrated enough, he carried that team that was supposedly Michael Reds after after Ray Allen left. So I would say Mo Williams. Okay. Mo Williams. But I got some more Ty right. Day, Darvin Ham, you know, whatever. Okay. Darvin Ham. Yeah. We know him. <laughs> I heard uh, of him. <laughs> you heard what? I heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamar, Jamar, yeah. Johnson. <laughs> we heard of him. We know. We know him. He's the guy who broke the the he broke the backboard back at college. The backboard of Texas Tech. And yeah, then didn't yeah. hear anything after that. Uh, well, Martenzi Johnson, uh, what a pleasure having you. You've got a profile on Notre Dame's Hannah Hidalgo coming up. Wizards rookie Bilal Kulabali coming up for Anscape. Uh, where else can people find you? Follow you? All that good stuff. Yeah, so Anscape.com for, for my written content uh, of what you just mentioned. Um, on Twitter, I don't call it X, uh, 103Johnson. Yeah, uh, and then on Instagram, my first name, Martenzi, M-A-R-T-E-N-Z-I-E-J. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, you can find yeah. me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Miles, how about you? You can find me at Miles of Gray on Twitter because in this house, we believe it is called Twitter and not X. Yeah. Uh, and you can also <laughs> follow hashtag Mad Boosties, B-O-O-S-T-I-E-S for show links and updates uh, and even more. If you want to, you know, just stay up to date with the story tale of this podcast, the one they say just couldn't keep going. And yet mm. we do. Yet we persisted. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week where we're definitely going to be talking about the All-Star game. Uh, So until then, take care. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.